0: Hello. Once upon a time, there used to be a hare and an elephant, and they were close friends. And they had a great time in the forest. Now, that, that's a story. And Do you love stories? I love stories. I used to love stories when I was young. And uh, today we are going to hear about how to find craft and tell stories that persuade. Isn't that that good to know how to find them, craft them, and tell them to persuade people? We have a guest who's going to tell us how to do exactly that. Her name is Kelly Swanson. She's going to be here right now. This is Now Tell Us, and I'm your host, Anthony Moirore. Without taking one more minute, let's go and meet Kelly and find out how to do exactly this. Remember to share this episode with all your friends and please comment share it and um, ask questions if you are there watching us live if you are watching the recorded version also share it and ask questions comment we appreciate all that so let's go and meet kelly here we go Kelly. Hello Kelly.
1: (laughs) Hello, my friend.
0: (laughs) I'm excited. I'm almost biting my tongue because of how excited I, I love stories and we love stories that now tell us.
1: Me too. Me too. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Welcome. I'm so happy to be a guest on your podcast. So hello to all your people and hello to all of my followers who happen to be watching right now.
0: Yeah, we are glad that you're here with us. Please, can we know where you are?
1: I am in the United States. I am in North Carolina, specifically in High Point, North Carolina. And you tell my followers who may be watching where you are.
0: Yes, I'm in Athens, Greece. Yes, that's the eastern part of Europe. Although I come from Africa, where we used to sit around the fire every evening and hear stories being told to us by our grandmothers and and moms. And it was a wonderful time. So we grew up hearing stories and enjoying stories. And, yeah. I think
1: we did in all of our cultures. I think that's a commonality in storytelling is that we all grew up with relatives who told us stories with people in our communities, in our cultures, who passed down stories. It's that thing that unites us all.
0: Yes, and I know you have a passion in telling stories, and you're doing a lot with stories. And, and we have an expert in storytelling here. Please, tell us why we need these stories to keep on uh, being told, to keep on being uh, added, uh, and telling new stories, telling old stories. Tell us.
1: Well, it, it's now stories are fun and moving and charming and entertaining. We watch stories <laughs> when we all went on lockdown and everybody was in their homes. Uh, people said, Oh, they're sick of virtual. They're tired of being on computers. And I said, no, they're not. They're on Netflix all day long. They're watching movies. They're, they're reading books. People will never grow tired of stories. Now, uh um, there are two ways we can look at stories. And one is entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, just stories that move us and inspire us. I like to look at stories for as a tool for how do we use stories in our business and on stages and on whatever platform we have to influence people? How do we take the tool of story and actually persuade somebody through that? That's what I really like to to look at is is using it as a tool of persuasion because i believe all of us stands in in a moment of influence we're trying to persuade people to uh, buy from us, to listen to us, to to motivate or inspire a team. Maybe we are a boss or a leader, or maybe we're in sales and marketing and we're trying to sell a product, or maybe we're trying to get somebody to go out with us on a date or get our child to clean up his room. Mm -hmm. We're all trying to persuade people all day long. And I believe that makes us in the business of persuasion. And I believe that makes us salespeople trying to sell this thing to somebody or message. Mm -hmm. And I believe story is your greatest tool that you have to persuade the person you're trying to persuade. So I get really excited thinking about how not just to tell a good story and mm-hmm. how to find a story, which I love talking about, but also what are the pieces inside of it that make it impactful and persuasive and give us the ability to change someone's mind. That is a that is an amazing. Uh, and stories have been around since the beginning of time. They have been used for mm-hmm. that
0: purpose. Yeah. Looking at your profile, I see that you are an award-winning storyteller. Tell us about that. Well,
1: that just means somebody thought I was a good storyteller and gave me an award. Um, And it was many years ago. I I just got an award from the uh, National Parenting Publications and then the, what was the other one called? The Hollywood Advisory Board, a quality Programming, something like that. I forget the name. They were just honors I received for being able to tell a story. We all have different honors in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and and recently, uh, this summer, I was inducted into the National Speakers Association Hall of Fame. Right. And and where in as a speaker, and in that world, I would have to guess. My people are listening here, so they may call me on it. But if there's one thing I'm known for. It's storytelling. Mm-hmm. That is, um, Anthony, that is how I built my business. That has opened every door. It was not necessarily being the best at sales or looking the right way or having the best content. It was my ability to just tell a story. And and that opened all kinds of doors. The story is what people remember the longest. And mm-hmm. the says, mm-hmm. "I I have people, they'll forget my name. They'll forget... Um, what my topic was or what I told them, but they won't forget Chub Rub Girl or Mm. whatever story I told. They'll tell me years later, they'll still remember the story because stories are imprinted in our minds as images and we carry them much longer than the data.
0: Mm. And I'm curious to know, uh, in the awards that you've been given and especially the earlier ones, what what story was that that they had you tell? Can you tell us that story, (laughs) one of them? Well,
1: well, OK, I'll go to one of my shortest ones because okay. I have hundreds of stories and mm-hmm. I tell them based on who's in the audience and what they need to hear. But I also I speak a lot about bravery and 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 a lot about stepping up and standing out and mm-hmm. speaking our truth and, mm-hmm. and for standing up for what we believe in. And, you know, just telling somebody be brave, it, it, it doesn't have as much impact as if I share A story from my own life and I always tell them that when you need to find that moment of bravery you just need to trust the cape and they look at me like what does that mean and I say well it all goes back to a story in our house with my son when my son was six years old and he was missing both front teeth his hair was crooked where he had cut it and he's in the same cowboy boots he'd had on for weeks And he comes tearing down the hall faster than the wind. And he's wearing his favorite cape. He's made from a sheet and a safety pin. Mm -hmm. He climbs on top of the kitchen chair. He throws his arms out wide and he says, mama, today I'm Superman. And now I'm going to fly. And I shook my head and told him for the hundredth time that day that we don't climb on furniture. You know that it's not safe. And he looked me in the eyes with this wisdom, words can't weigh. And he said, Mama, sometimes there are days when you've just got to trust your cape. And he tore off down the hall faster than the wind. And his little words dove into my heart over and over again. For once again, that little boy taught me what books and degrees never could, that our life can't always be lived in the ought tos, musts and shoulds. Yes, we can work and we can prepare and we'll learn from every mistake we've made. Mm -hmm. But at some point, you're going to stand on that cliff and you've just got to trust your cape. Knowing that you might fall and not knowing where you'll land and not knowing is anybody going to be waiting to catch me with outstretched hand. But if you miss your mark, well, I believe that you won't care for I think that you will have already found it while you were flying in midair now my son's outgrown those cartoons and his boots many times replaced but i pray no matter what that he'll still hold on to that cape someday one of you maybe soon is going to stand on your own cliff facing a decision facing a moment when you have to do the hard thing when you might want to speak up for your truth when you might want to say something that might not make you popular. And in that moment, you won't feel brave. So I want you to choose brave instead. And I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to just jump and simply trust your cape.
0: Mm. Beautiful story.
1: So see the difference in telling somebody what to do or what they should do Mm. and telling them a story. It's the difference, I say, in telling people what to do and making them want to do it. Mm -hmm. And homework for anybody listening is to think about why it is more impactful for me to tell you about my son than it is for me to just tell you you should be brave. Mm
0: -hmm. Think about it. Yeah, exactly. (sighs) That's a good one. And what makes a good story? If I That's make, a good
1: question. I get asked that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's the best question to ask. People will say, what's the what's the good story? What's the best story? Do I have the best story? As if this were a competition. And sometimes in the speaking business, we can tend to compare at who has the better story. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, it is not about the best story. It is about having the right story that does what you need it to do. Does it illustrate your point? Does it have a good lesson in it? Does it resonate with your listener? Can they identify with Mm -hmm. the character in that story and the pain that character has and the desire that character has and how it's making them feel? We don't connect as human beings. plot. I don't connect with you based on you telling me your life's journey and living in Greece and living in Africa. It's interesting. And maybe Mm. if I, I lived a little bit of that same kind of life, I would relate. But it is when you name the struggles And it is when you say the emotions that you had and when you felt lonely and when you felt frustrated or excited or the first day you, you ended up here, when you bring in your conflict, uh, the pain you had, the desire you had and the emotions, that is where I start to relate to your story. That's the bridge that connects us is the emotion. And Let me tell you what's happening and I won't do it as well as the scientists do. Mm -hmm. When you tell me a story and you name an emotion, lonely, frustrated, I felt left out. I, I was the picked on kid. I felt like I wasn't good enough. When you say that emotion, my brain starts looking in its own database, in its own memory bank for a time I felt that way. Mm -hmm. And then it automatically puts me in my own experience and I stand in my story and yours at the same time. And now you have this amazing power as a storyteller to take me on a journey that your information could not have taken me on. And that, Anthony, is a beautiful thing when we can do that. When I told you the Trust the Cape story a moment ago, Mm -hmm. somebody listening probably thought of their child. They probably thought of the Superman cape they made, or you went, now, not everybody, because that story might not resonate with someone. And another story I tell Will, which is why we want a whole portfolio of stories. We want many stories so we can pick and choose. And every story matters to the person who needs to hear it. So it's not about who has the best, because you're gonna sit in front of a group And your story is going to resonate with the people who can identify with that. I'll come right along by beside you or behind you, tell a different story and reach a different group of people. And when a story can have many different emotions, you Mm. can start to pull in even more people when you're talking about different places in your journey. And then you can start really reaching multiple people at the same time i love it see how it's so much more than did you tell a funny story with a good character in it
0: yeah <clears throat> now talking of uh, telling stories uh, with an aim to accomplish something and then you look back and see the awards that you've been given the trophies that you have won like right behind me i have a trophy i won for the best speech in, yay in- <laughs> In Athens, and and I know with your experience, you have uh, seen the many accomplishments that a story can bring the awards, they words that made it a change life. Can you maybe tell us uh, different types of accomplishments and maybe what has been your favorite one up to now? Are they the awards? Right. They something okay? Tell us,
1: I, I and I'm sure you will agree with me on this or feel the same, Anthony, the award is a beautiful thing to have. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful acknowledgement from your peers, from judges, from whomever that you are good at your craft, but the reward is just a symbol of what you, they are just honoring what you already did Mm -hmm. in that audience for the person sitting there awards are great and i love to have them i love i love the honor of my peers but what i really love Mm -hmm. is sitting across from someone and just watching them burst into tears now i don't mean in a bad way but watching them break through i love watching an audience of a thousand people laugh so hard they cannot breathe and they come up to me afterwards and they say i needed to laugh life is hard for me right now you helped me see that i can still find something to laugh about i love people coming up and saying you've given me the courage and the freedom to rewrite my story um um, I, I, I love the standing ovation, don't we all? Or whatever way in which our story, we love all the views we can get on Facebook or TikTok or, or LinkedIn. And we love when people publish our, our works or share it. Those are all great. But again, they're all outward symbols to me of what I was able to do for one that we might not ever see, and our ability to get up there and use a story to break through the noise of a crowded world. If you look on social media, what is shared? I write so many articles, barely anybody reads them, but I tell a story. I make them laugh, and they share them with thousands. Okay, maybe not thousands, but thousands view them. And so to me, I have all these memories. I've been doing this for over 20 years Mm -hmm. of the people sitting there and what they've told me in the hallway and the letters they've sent to me. One gentleman said you told he was a police officer and I spoke to the city workers in in, uh, where was I? Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And he said he sent me a letter years later and said, I've never forgotten the story you told about the teacher at the school and he said it impacted me and my entire family you yeah. showed me that the work i do is important and i've never forgotten that and that anthony is what for me personally is worth more than any award because many of us won't get awards many yeah. of us won't win the contest but we whether you're on a stage Like we are giving a speech, whether you're talking to them from the pages, whether you're in a podcast, whether you're on your social media, whether you're in your church group, or you're a teacher in front of a a group of students, or your audience is small. We have that massive privilege and honor to step into a moment and whisper words of hope and wisdom into their soul that they may remember forever. And that story is the, I, I, sometimes I'll call it the Trojan horse, where in the battle, the Trojan horse was sent in with the soldiers inside to surprise them. And it's mm-hmm. become known as that term to send in your Trojan horse. That's what story is. It's your way to send in that message you need to give them in a way that they will welcome it and receive it. Um, um, and, and people are using, as scientists mm-hmm. are using story to, to explain a language that their listener doesn't understand. So they give them stories to give them context in a way that they can understand the scientific language that, that, that's not part of their world. It's just mm-hmm. stories are everywhere. I'm sorry I've had such a long-winded answer to that, but it is such an amazing, and what I love is that we can all tap into it. Now I'm going to give you the bad news not all stories are created equal Mm and they may and, and not all of them are interesting in their first telling and not all of some of them ramble on and some of them aren't about anything and some of them there is a way you want to go about structuring your story giving it a point giving it a lesson being strategic about the details that you choose because you can we have all heard people tell stories that just our eyes rolled back. We fell asleep. We, could, we were like, why did they tell us that? What's the point? It's boring. We're not interested. So just telling a story isn't enough. I believe you should be strategic about how you plan it, how you put it together, how you tell it. And the first step to do that, if you're like, well, how do I do that? The first step is understanding what the lesson in the story is. Mm-hmm. Why are you? telling me that story what am I supposed to learn from it and what did you learn from that experience what did it teach you and you could simply tell your story and then say let me tell you why I'm telling you that story Mm -hmm. because it taught me blank blank and blank and it can teach you blank I did that with the trust the cape story I told you all about the moment I had I said what it meant to me and what I learned from it And then I turned to you and said, here is the gift for you in that, how you can take it and apply it to your own life. That is storytelling for strategic purposes. Someone writing a story for a movie would not go through that same process, although there is overlap.
0: Hmm. Wonderful. And thank you for that quite good answer. Now, uh, you actually touched uh, where I was going to with my next question. The question was: Someone is listening out there. Is saying, "Okay, you're talking about stories. I don't have a clue. I don't have an idea where to begin telling my story. What? How do I just come up with a story? Or or do you say or do you suggest that um, I can also tell other people's stories? So how do we go about all this?"
1: Okay, stories? when I was, it's a great question. When I was a beginning storyteller, a professional storyteller. People told other people's stories and I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure legally what I could do or what ethically I could do. And other speakers will not like it if you take their story. And sometimes you're telling a story and that person's out there telling the story. And that's not really fair for you to hijack their story. So I quickly began to see, well, how can I tell my own? And plus it's more authentic anyway. And how can I tell my own stories? Now you asked me, how do we go find story ideas? How do we even know where to begin? Remember that our discussion today is about using stories to help you make a point, to -hmm. help you influence and help you persuade. If you're just saying, I want to go find a story that's going to get me the most views on TikTok. Well, good luck. Go get a cat and have it dance around. I don't know. I'm over here helping you figure out how you can persuade and influence in your business and in your life. And so my first question is always, well, who are you going to be talking to? What's going to resonate? What's their pain and desire? What what are you trying to persuade them to do? Let me make it a little simpler. We all have talking points. We all have the information we want to share. And it can be sometimes called down to a simple point. I'm a financial planner, for example. I help you manage your money. And one of the points I want to make is that you should start saving money now and not wait until you're 80. Okay? So Mm -hmm. all of us trying to influence, we can right now go make down a list of points that we want to make or teaching points that we want to make. If you're a motivational speaker, maybe you'll want to say life is short. Live it. Maybe one of your messages is um, own who you are and accept who you are and and know that you're weird or you're quirky um, is actually the things that will make you great. Whatever that is, make And Sometimes I'll have people make a list of these are my talking points. These are the messages I want to give. So let's go back to the financial planner. So if the financial planner says, I want people to know you need to save your money now instead of later. Well, like I said earlier, telling people what to do is not the same as making them want to do it. You want to really get their buy-in. So you want us to do a story. So I will go to the financial planner and say, huh, let's find a real life example of that. Let's put a human face on it. Was there somebody you worked with or you knew or you or somebody in your family who did not save their money and it had a very negative impact in their life? They'll usually say, oh, yeah, 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 tell me about it. Or was there somebody who did start saving their money early and what happened at the end of the line? How did that pay off? Oh, yeah, 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 tell me about it. We're simply taking your teaching point and looking for a real life illustration or an example and just start by telling me about it. And what did you learn from that experience? Stories are not a list of facts, Anthony. People will say, oh, I, I've got my business story. And I'll say, what is it? Well, we started in 1945 in a basement with a candle and an earl. And I'm like, that's not a story. That's a list of facts. Mm-hmm.
0: A story is about
1: something that happens. Somebody go, it's about an experience, mm-hmm. a before and an after, a conflict and a resolution. So, but to, to really simplify it just tell me about that experience that person had. Don't worry yet about making it right or opening the right way or do you have a good character or did you use descriptions? Just for now, write down that experience. And any of us listening who have customers, who have markets, who have companies, we have customers and you have many stories with every one of your customers. Tell me their story, then you're not the hero Your solution is the hero. Tell me the problem they had, how it was making them feel and how the problem was solved and how you felt being able to come and be part of that solution. I do have a free gift link for everybody that you can give them now or later. A free community I have, storyimpactnetwork.com. Storyimpactnetwork.com. And if okay. you join that platform, I have put a lot of resources in there for free that will go deeper into what I'm talking about. I think, anyway, I can't remember exactly, but there are a lot of articles on how you actually put the story together. But you have to understand the tool first okay. before you use the tool, or you've got a hammer and everything's going to look like a nail. Hmm.
0: Yeah, we'll get to share that link in the comments, uh, in the description. And uh, also, how can they connect with you if if they want to connect with you? Because I know they are interested in hearing more stories, so they can find out. Well, with
1: you. Well, thank you. And it's, it's hard to, in a small amount of time, tell you everything I know about story. It's such a broad bit. I mean, we could have talked in one podcast about characters or yeah. about how to... There's so much. Um, so, yes, if you want to stay in touch with me, if you Google Kelly Swanson Speaker, you will find me. My website is motivationalspeakerkellyswanson.com. Uh, but if you go to that free link that I told you about a minute ago, storyimpactnetwork.com, it's a community. So it's very much similar to a Facebook page. It's just on a different kind of a platform, and I check it every day. So we can talk, hang out, you can send messages, you can post things. Uh, but that's how I would ask if you want to just join part of my community, the regular Facebook, LinkedIn, they're, they're all getting so crowded. And it's, 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 there's that I just wanted to create a smaller, cleaner place where people can link arms and share their stories with the world. So thank you for asking. I appreciate it. So it's a
0: story impact network.com yes sir okay.
1: story network.com so, we're sorry. a small group but we're mighty uh,
0: okay <laughs> okay I, I, we'll check it again um yeah we'll check it uh, later on and we'll put it up there because time is gone and uh, we want to be through with this episode but then even though time is gone i really wanted you to leave us with the uh, to make us laugh, even before we go. Make us laugh. Make you <laughs> laugh?
1: That is very hard for somebody to snap their fingers and go make us laugh. Um, I, you know, I'm not even sure. Hold on. Hold on. Bill, I can't talk right now. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm I'm being interviewed. Yes, people care about what I have to say. yeah i got on my good good eyeglasses that's right yeah i drew my eyebrows on straight this time (laughs) last time i drew them on crooked i won an inch higher than other and i had to spend the whole day looking suspicious (laughs) but i'll be through in just a minute i'll be through in just a minute i don't think they can hear me now i think he's got me muted
0: (laughs) i can hear you oh
1: yeah phil's here okay he's always here
0: he's always there
1: so yeah, that was <laughs> maybe being silly. You said make you laugh. That's often how I'll do it, and, and I'll, I'll leave with a closing comment on that really, as well. Sure do. It's in our imperfection that we are we connect and we make people laugh. It's when you can be silly enough to to talk off camera. And, and for your dog to show up in the spot or for me to stand on a stage and say, I bought sequin pants and now my thighs rub together when I wear them and they crunch and scrunch and they sound like a kindergarten violin concert. People laugh when you have the courage to be vulnerable and Mm. to not polished and perfect. The, I think we are in a, in an, in an age where as we tell our stories, we will have the most impact if we are the least polished. Organic, authentic, conversational, the more commercial we get, the more fixed up we get, the more in a suit we get, the more we lose that ability to feel like somebody, a friend, just reached out and had a conversation with with you on this camera and shared their story. So don't feel like you have to become somebody different it's really in who you are authentically that will give you the most connection with your audience. And sure, take out the ums and the sos. And if you cuss a lot, take some of those out. But just write the way you talk and talk the way you talk.
0: Wow, that's good. Wow, wow, wow. This has been Kelly Swanson and time has been so little for us. <laughs> time flies that's what we say and it sure does at some times especially when we are hearing stories and um, we'll let you go kelly and uh, we really appreciate you taking your time to be with us here telling us stories inspiring us uh, telling us how to make our own stories and also making us laugh
1: Thank you. And one day you'll just have to have me back and we'll talk about how you make the story great with details and characters and all that good stuff. But thank you for having me and thank you everybody listening. I hope we both left you a, bit, a little bit better than we found you.
0: Yeah, that's our hope. And uh, keep on listening to stories, keep on telling your own stories and uh, keep on achieving things in your own life. We wish you all the best.
1: Yes, be well, my yeah.
0: friend. Yes, uh, this has been now. Tell us, I've been your host, Anthony Morore, and together with our guest, Kelly Swanson, we are saying bye for now. Bye.